but the whole issue of anger and how Boris Johnson was like, you know, name name dropping the Incredible Hulk last week. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry, but he's he's there, there is this underlying seam of their, anger. their response that would be we Tom, don't like you now. I know, no, but like <laughs> there's this anger bubbling i'm a bit worried this will be like a very yeah. angry podcast because oh i'm fucking livid oh i'm scared <laughs> but like I, i'm i'm angry too yeah I, okay so i've searched youtube for um the Holt tv show theme tune yeah just the start of it the lonely man theme no is the top result is that yeah that, that that was the music that played over the end every sh- every episode ended the same way him walking down a highway by yeah. himself because he basically couldn't stay in that town right because he destroyed he turned it into the Hulk. yeah <laughs> Yeah, the credits roll off, yeah. yeah. Bill Bixby, though, what, what a classy guy. He's such a cool bloke. But this could be how Boris's political career ends, just walking off into the sunset. As this music plays, and, like, Carrie Simmons dumps him, as he's like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? As they're walking up, you kind of you can tell she just dumped him. Yeah, for Dominic Cummins. I want, I want to marry a winner, Boris. Oh, this is, this is sad. <laughs> this is the Brexit fucking theme from no, now on. No, the, the the theme has to be from the start of the show instead of the the end. But no, I like this. This is fitting for Brexit. This somber kind of thinking of suicide, okay. kind of thinking of going on a murderous rampage. Not sure which. You have to listen to the very last chord, though. That's important. This goes on for a long time. The credits weren't this long normally. About a minute and a half, I think. And then, yeah, there's about a minute and a half. Remember, this is the 70s when people had attention spans I know, that they u- don't have now. It used to be like the fucking highlight of my weekend as a child. LWT. It was Sundays, wasn't it? It was Saturday or Sundays, and it used to be on after the football pool's results. I remember watching it with my nan. Yeah. But you, you had to sit through this, like, static screen of, like, numbers, and some guy just reading out literally every football team in the country... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Ill-Informed Insight. My name's Tom. I'm Tim. I'm fucking livid, because today we are talking Brexit. Again, bring Brexit back. Theresa May. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know how much I long for those days? What, the good, the golden sunny uplands of Theresa May's uh, yeah, the golden befuddlement and obfuscation and general lameness not doing anything do you know why though because at least there was a pretense of like this is a democratic country you know what i mean they used to have that but anyway well now it's exciting it's like the 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 fresh wild hunting grounds of unpredictability now because watch your language tim no it's like anything goes now because the we're inciting violence here no we're inventing new laws as we go Okay, at the time of uh, recording, it's roughly 30, th- 33 days until the 31st of October. So it's not it's October yet. So we've got like another two days of September. And then I think as soon as it actually becomes October, things are going to shift up even a further gear. Like if we, well, the clowns are going to come out. Yeah, but like if we were a car, we, we, you know, it would have to be like a supercar with about six or seven gears, you know. Cause what, Britain? Yeah, because no, because just just ratcheting it up, because you know, because once it's actually October, psychologically in the Remainers' minds, the October, you know, it'll actually be the same month. They, you know, it'll. You probably heard the the radio adverts, the .gov. Prepare your business for October thirty first, and it sounds like a robot recorded them. It always makes me smile when I hear that. Like this, you know, all the voice actors are in London. You know, they're all London based. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing a pro. Tory. <laughs> <laughs> so they got the the Yamaha voice thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll bar for Brexit. They'll bar me from the, the Groucho Club, man. You know, anti-democratic forces are at it again. When have they never not been at it? And when you say anti-democratic, I'm confused now because in a lot of people's minds now, when you say anti-democratic, does that actually mean Parliament or people like wanting to riot? Which which ones are the the anti? democratic ones here well riots are always i mean they're, they're democratic but it's sort of like the dark side of democracy yeah but not really because the, the last few riots we've had they called them riots but they were more like looting yeah, it was just looting um and it wasn't the majority 
going crazy. So that wasn't democratic. Yeah. They're in the minority. But like, I th- they asked us to buy the idea that people in Chiswick gave a fuck that someone from Tottenham got shot. No, people it in Manchester. People in Manchester were rioting. <laughs> yeah, we're avoiding talking about Brexit because it's fucking infuriating. But like I said earlier, it's there's this undercurrent of 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 anger, righteous but, fury. But like I say, we're we're still like in a lower like a, we're not in top gear yet, man. Like because it's because because it's September. I know it's two days from October. Once it's October, like it's going to kick up a gear, <laughs> and like either we'll be angrier. Or Jeremy Corbyn will be a caretaker prime minister with Nicola Sturgeon as his deputy PM. Come back to the mic and say that. Tom just walked over to get a drink from More his booze. mini fridge. Just the idea, like, you know, the whole... <laughs> Nicola Sturgeon should not be allowed inside of England. I'm going to say it. Okay. She shouldn't be. You take Sturgeon, I'll take Corbyn. Like, even Corbyn just on a basic man. principle, she shouldn't want to ever step foot inside England. Corbyn, a man, he would be prime minister. This is a man who spent the majority of his career on the back bench, who's never, like, really done anything. No cabinet positions. Never run a business or... He's always been... Um, he's, like, the front man of groups, but he's not the actual leader. Like, stop the war. He was at the forefront, but he wasn't the leader. Uh, he's not Labour leader. Seamus Milne is Labour leader. Yeah, and he's very unpopular with the with the British armed forces, which which would be like a real contentious thing, I think. If he, but like, well, I'm not talking about him being prime minister, winning the next election. Well, he'd, he'd only invade America. I think I think Labour will get rid of him somehow before the the next election, mate. I they don't can't. know. They, the momentum quite strong, aren't they? But yeah. like, the, um, the Corbynites control the NEC electoral. They're like electoral commission that, thing. That's fucking. Crazy. Which is like the power centre of Labour Party. They control it outright. We're living in an interesting times, people. But like, bizarre world. It's absolute bizarre world. So, oh, Nicola Sturgeon is deputy prime, and like this is being put out there like seriously. I mean, I know Caroline Lucas had to do a one eighty because she genuinely thought like, oh, my all woman cabinet idea is going to go down a tree. She really did think that. Yeah, and then like, everyone said, Jesus Christ, you're a fucking idiot. And she was like, oh, I was only joking. But the, it was obviously just a joke. But the scary thing is, the scary, the scary thing is, it wasn't just a joke. The scary thing is, she was only pulled up on it because it was an all white. Oh, female cabinet it was like that that was when it fell apart it wasn't because Do you remember it was what she said to that though <laughs> oh well you know it's just such a tragedy that there aren't any black women in labor cabinet and there are <laughs> there's dawn butler and there's Diane i know <laughs> you know like these stalwarts like no, 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 no. it's like absolute legend in the labor you know she's a stalwart how could you forget her let me get my uh my simpsons reference out here no 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 dig up stupid this is what everyone should be doing everybody should be like digging out like the series one series two of the simpsons to find out what's going to happen in the future <laughs> so like it's, it's it's beyond accepted fact now you know the, the number of memes i've seen now i don't know if that's just because there's been a thousand episodes of the simpsons and you can attribute it to anything but sometimes it's it's been pretty fucking acute again we're avoiding the supreme court we're getting we're being nice and calm because I, I don't like being angry and I don't like being fucking cut off like you did earlier <laughs> when you started trying to stop me from talking about Brexit Nigel Farage <laughs> although Nigel seems quite calm well no he, but he was looking a bit angry in his he was looking a bit like angry in his last speech that we watched before he's been getting increasingly angry since March because it's it was illegal everyone talking about the rule of law now right it was a legal statute that we were supposed to leave on the 31st of October. Where, where was the rule of law there, you yeah? know? Where was this dogma then? But I thought we are leaving on the 31st of October. Happening. It's not happening. Yeah, but but it's, it's, it's EU law. And EU Which law supersedes yeah. full law. Because <laughs> obviously you've got the Surrender Act. Hillary Benz demand that the Prime Minister... Because bear in mind, it might not be Boris Johnson come... I'm, I, I might make a bet on that. Whoever's Prime Minister, come October 19th or something. Oh, God. We have to go, they have to go to the EU Commission. Uh, we demand, I don't know if the wording is demand or request. It kind of makes a difference. But anyway, we need an extension until the 20th uh, no, of January no, 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 or something. No, no, no. Utterly pointless suggestion. And that's what the EU is going to say. They're going to say, why do you want an extension? We don't know. What are you going to do between now and January? Can't, Fuck all. Can't, we can't allow it to happen. It's almost like we have a personal responsibility to stop it from happening. Because just in your mind's eye... too many movies. Yeah, just in your mind's eye, just in your mind's eye, imagine the television pictures on Sky News, like, in late October, of Jeremy Corbyn walking into the, you know, EU headquarters in Brussels. Marching in. 
even if he's marching, that man has terrible boom, fucking boom, posture, boom, 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 and he's all crunched boom. over, and he always has like a sneer on his face, and like <laughs> he just he he just weird look like shit with that <laughs> piece of shit walking into that place of shit with his ill-fitting suit jacket and. I mean, it's the blue one's a massive improvement on the substitute teacher one, the, you know that brown one. But anyway, yeah, he does always look like he's not personable in any way. It's weird that there's a massive cult of personality around him. But it's he, like he's not a personable. Person. No, I, 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 I can sort of get. Did you see that video when he went talk- for that journalist, the woman? Yeah, she was like, she was trying to answer. Like, I mean, I know, yeah, fair enough. It's annoying these like gotcha journalists, though, but you can't like you can't make out like you're going to punch him in the face. He like he stepped towards her in a way of like fucking. Like, fuck but that's you. A, but that's the thing. Tom like we 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 only I only really he only really came into my vision you know in the last few years and he was already like an old he's like an old geezer but he's not always been an old geezer you know before all his life but I I can sort of understand this sort of cult he has, has around him because he might like be a rebel he likes sticking his fingers up to the establishment and to him he'd love it he'd be wanking about it to think if he got to be the guy to sign this thing to like piss off millions of people he'd love that experience i think he'd be he'd love to I'm, piss off the 17 and a half million he'd, i'm pissing uh, off the rich people yeah because this is like oh, it's so fucking annoying that on the eurosceptic leave side it's like oh all rich people like gina muller they want to remain blah 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 and then on the other side oh all rich people like jacob reese mark they want to leave because they're betting against britain blah 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 yeah. it's all bollocks tom this this whole argument that these people use who think they're really clever, where they say, oh, there's all these rich billionaires wanting to short the pound. It's like, okay, yeah, okay, so what? They make they make a few they might make a few billion here and there. But these people are so small minded, they don't realise they're com- they're comparing billions to trillions. You know, they go, oh, the Barclay brothers, they're back in um, Brexit. The Barclay brothers own the Ritz. Yeah, man of the people. Huh? No, yeah. What are the Barclay brothers compared to, like, um, these huge, like, uh, BASF and these huge, like, chemical conglomerate massive companies? GSK. That, these huge, we're talking trillions compared um, to billions. BA, BAE yeah, systems, yeah. the arms manufacturers. Yeah. It's it's. It's not an argument. You're just so stupid. You don't know about the world. <laughs> Plus, <laughs> you know, people are pretty selective about who's allowed to short currencies and who isn't. You know what I mean? Like, and, we're not, not going to mention yeah, uh, Nos- Nosferatu, whatever his name is. Yeah, no, no he cannot be named. No one's going to short the pound by a trillion dollars or you know Deutschmark or whatever, are they? Because that you know, but 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 those are the sort of figures that are going to be moved around as oh, a consequence the, of they're Brexit. They're going to sell. They're going to sell the NHS to Donald Trump. Uh, he, he'll find that there's not much th- left. That's another thing. People don't they don't look at the well, facts the NH- and figures. It's just a service. That's all it does, and all the services are privately owned. Yeah, and money's be made. <sighs> so Brexit. All right. Yeah, Hillary Bennett demands that the Prime Minister either requests or demands an extension from the EU. Mm. Is, is no it- no uh, no plan B for when you know Macron. Well, France just goes, uh, why, why do you want an extension? Well, we, I, I, I don't know. Well, fuck you. You can't have one. We want you to leave. You've been fucking us around for three years. We want you to go now. Yeah, and but from Macron's point of view, it would still be a bit of a, a gamble, but it would, it, it would be a win either way for him politically because it would show strength. And, to Europe, he'd look like a god. Yeah, and so it, even though like you, England might be completely financially fucked or they might just be a little bit financially fucked and then be twice as better in a year and isn't he always talking about the goal you know it's, he's it, always comparing himself to the goal isn't he yeah and, who famously kept britain out of yeah, the yeah, um, yeah. ec whatever yeah and um so like in a way you know it's it, it's it's shifted a bit it's, it's and like that that speech nigel farage gave where he said he he was he heard Juncker talking about like he wasn't attached to a backstop he don't, they don't give a fuck about ireland that's the thing that the EU will drop Ireland, you know, as soon as it's got its use of it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you know, it might, and then they oh, might end up like Ireland, Greece again. Hopefully, hope not. Start paying your taxes, or we'll form a troika of banks and take over your country. But yeah, Boris tried to prorogue Parliament, which is a it's parliamentary procedure. It's supposed to happen every year. It hasn't happened for some like two and a half years, something like that. A Queen's speech. It suspends Parliament, followed by a Queen's speech, and then they come back. Now they. Uh, Boris wanted to suspend it, or maybe Dominic Cummings really wanted to suspend Parliament for five weeks, uh, so they would come back like first week of November, 
Something like that. So yeah. October 31st comes and goes. We've left. Britain leaves the EU as part of the legal statute. Two-year negotiation period, whatever. If there's nothing agreed, no deal. Yeah. I can get taken to court by Gina Miller and some lord. I think he used to be a judge or something. Some fucker. <laughs> and it's like, their argument was, if I remember correctly, Parliament didn't get a chance to scrutinise the Prime Minister, or excuse me, the government, right? But a chance to scrutinise what? Where Where is this Where's this other plan? Where's this compromise of what other plan? You know, oh, look, Boris, we don't, we don't like what you, you want to do, but here's what we want to do. We're, we're going to work with you and compromise, you know what I mean? Like, there was nothing to scrutinise. It's a legal statute. We leave October 31st. It's cut and dry. Apparently, I, I heard that the, the over the 10 days of the trial, the uh, the, the government's defence uh, team were pretty much useless. They didn't, they, they didn't present anything, not because they were useless, but because they weren't given anything from the government. So it's almost like the government, like you can imagine Donald Cummings just going, fuck yeah. it, we're going to lose anyway. They just, asked, what's the point? Uh, why five weeks? Why not just two yeah. days? But I, I, do you know what the actual, I've worked it all out now, what's gone wrong? With our country, I've worked out what's what's the democratic deficit and what 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 is what what is the problem that's happening that needs to be solved. Do you want to, do you want me to tell deficit. you deficit? That's an old William. Do you, want me to, do you want me to tell you what's happened with our democracy? Now, our democracy, for people who don't know, who've just tuned in, is very old and um, it's it's sort of changed over the years. And it's it, we don't have a constitution. There's an unwritten. We do technically there's an unwritten constitution, but the the problem is like that the whole thing about Boris. He was accused of lying to the Queen. Um, because the whole th- point of the proroguing, he always has to ask the Queen to do it, but he's not meant to ask her to do it for political reasons. Yeah, you're not yeah, allowed. It's to, just you, a parliamentary convention. Yeah, thing. Uh, it's procedure. At the end of the day, when I'm being, when everyone's being totally honest, um, he was he was proroguing it for political reasons because you had to get the fuck out of there as quickly as possible because it's just they're just causing fucking chaos as is what's happened this week when they've all been forced to come back well they so because they did the, what they planned yeah, to do anyway so, so the thing is boris knew boris knew that he was proroguing for political reasons the opposition knew he was proroguing for political reasons the queen knew he was proroguing for political reasons everybody knew but and the crux of this is there's this gentleman's there's always been this gentleman's agreement in British politics, because there, because this shit isn't actually written down, <laughs> people are just. There's always been this thing of like not not turning a blind eye, but just not. No, that's not true. Just keeping it on the level. Just, Whenever it comes up, no one ever questions it. Whenever yeah. someone makes yeah. reference this, to the constitution, yeah. no one ever goes, yeah. "Ah, who gives a fuck?" Do you and, know what I mean? And, it's and, always. And this is the first time that suddenly someone's been forced to like someone's broken the the pact almost of just. Like the queen isn't, you know, it's it's forced the queen into a position. It's not, and it's never been that way. It's it's gone from a circle to a triangle. <laughs> if that makes sense. No. Okay. <laughs> we were talking about like <laughs> the queen the hasn't been forced to do anything. This is the thing. She's utterly powerless. She's, what the judges have she's done. She's irrelevant. What the judges have done. They've sort of broken the sort of gentleman's agreement of British politics, where there's this. Don't get involved in parliamentary matters. Yeah. Even for even yeah. like only four years because ago, the, that was the like, stance like of the I Supreme said, Court: is don't get involved. Like, Everybody knew that he was that the proroguing was like was going to be political because everything is political about Brexit at the moment because it's t- time limited. Do you, do you recall how quickly the other two judges, yeah, the ones who said this is not a judicial matter in the slightest, it has nothing to do with the courts, it's parliamentary convention, the Bill of Rights, eighteen sixty nine, quite heavily establishes the fact that Parliament is sovereign. The courts don't tell Parliament what to do when it comes to parliamentary matters. The Supreme Court referred to the same Bill of Rights by saying, well, we, oh, right, well, first off, let's get this in con- consequential order. An English judge is asked to look at it. Now, to my knowledge, there's, there's virtually no QCs, no barristers in this country that voted leave. They all voted remain. But, yeah, probably primarily because they've l- learned a bunch of fucking EU law that's now going to be irrelevant. Anyway. The English judge says this has nothing to do with the court system whatsoever. The judiciary should not be involved in this. It goes to Ireland to an Irish judge because the Gina Miller and this Lord whoever didn't accept that. You know, apparently the rule of law can be questioned every now and then. They go to Ireland. Take me to Scotland. Uh, no, Ireland. Went to Ireland first. Why? I know to, to get another judgment, but yeah, because to get a more favourable judgment. This another- Irish judge says, "Ah, oh, yes, Boris Johnson acted unlawfully." Okay. His uh, prorogation of Parliament should be ceased immediately, blah, blah, blah. 
go to a Scottish judge. The government takes it, appeals that decision to a Scottish judge. The Scottish judge comes to the same conclusion as the English judge. This is not a judicial matter. It's not a matter for the courts. It's purely parliamentary convention. So then they go to the Supreme Court, the Gina Miller and whoever, Lord whatever. And then the Supreme Court, I love, yes, he acted unlawfully. He lied to the Queen. Why does it have to be five weeks? It could have just been two days. And the government had no real argument against that, to be honest. Do you know the worst, the worst thing of all of this? It's like they're taking the Queen for a fucking idiot. In what, in what way? In that she doesn't know what's going on. It, she's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. Since the days of Cromwell. <laughs> I mean, the monarchy is basically powerless. It's not powerless. She could technically dissolve Parliament if she wanted to, but she's never going to do that. Mm. That would be the end of the monarchy. Well, if the public petitioned her to dissolve Parliament, but I don't know how they'd, they'd do that. They'd have to organise a public post box or something. <laughs> you have to write to this address, and uh, if we get enough people, the Queen will say, okay. You have to write to Buckingham Palace or something. You get a In your plate best response. fucking handwriting, okay? No postcards, what? paper... In an envelope. Right, <laughs> That's the only way they'd accept it. Back to the topic at hand. <laughs> um, so two judges yeah. decide this isn't a judicial matter. It's nothing to do with the courts. That was immediately glossed over by like almost every major news media outlet. There was like there was no exploration whatsoever of this disparity. Okay. How can one judge say it's nothing to do with the courts? And then the Supreme Court, who part of their ruling declared that had they not come to the conclusion they come to yeah it would have been a dereliction of duty hmm. to democracy so what are they saying about the two judges who said this wasn't even a judicial matter well what is the supreme court it was created by tony blair in it's, 1998 it, it's basically like um a, a sticker another fucking new labor fucker yeah, but it's, it's basically like a, a sticker on a car that says like gti so like it implies that something has more power just because it has a few letters when when really my 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 stock car could could beat it easily. <laughs> well technically it is the top court in the land in the UK. It's as powerful. Superseded by the European yeah. Courts of Human Rights, European, European Court of Justice. But the the basic end result of all of this means that if you want to know who's running the country, it's not it's not the government, it's not the queen. It's not even the Supreme Court. It's basically anyone with enough money to, to get like a really good legal team. <laughs> that is just really, you know, there you go. <laughs> Find a handful of judges that are willing to fundamentally change the role of the judiciary. And the, right, get this. the judiciary will always vote to give itself more power. It just makes sense, doesn't okay. it? It's natural. You'll always give yourself more power if you can. But what they did, right? Would. Uh, like the, part of their argument is definitely based on a false premise that... Um, Boris Johnson, Boris Johnson prorogued Parliament, and he did this as an act done to Parliament rather than an act approved by Parliament. But that's not true. The House of Lords approved the prorogation of UK Parliament. The Queen then approved it. Right? So it's like Boris Johnson. Like he doesn't have to get the approval of the House of Commons to do it. He only has to get the approval of the House of Lords. And they're for, and they're going to force the Queen to. They forced the Queen to unprorogue Parliament. It's like, it's just more fucking hassle for her having to get up and sign something. It's like, oh, God. Well, they refer the Supreme Court referenced parliamentary sovereignty whilst it undid what parliamentary sovereignty... <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it's in, in the name of parliamentary sovereignty, yeah. they superseded parliamentary sovereignty. It's madness. Which, but, like, logically creates the question, who or what governs the country? It's supposed to be parliament. Tom. But now the Supreme Court have put themselves above parliament. And who, and who, who runs parliament? Because... In less than two weeks, we could have uh, the leader of the opposition who's never had a job and uh, the, a, leader a, of, a, a leader a leader of a, like, essentially another country's parliament <laughs> running our parliament. Yeah, the, it's just wrong. The lack of an English-only parliament is a massive problem it's for wrong, British politics. And how can we stop it? And if you're Welsh, legally and peacefully, if you're Welsh, Irish, <laughs> Scottish, you should be in favour of an English Parliament. Ideologically, on moral principle, ethical principle, this should be an English Parliament. This shouldn't be a UK Parliament anymore. We've all got football teams. Why not? <laughs> That's how we settle disputes in the future. But like either some Eurovision bullshit or like table tennis. I bet those Cornish will get uppity soon. <laughs> Then it will be the, the fucking Channel Islands. Oh my god! But it's like it's like dominoes. We, our judiciary, our politics is not supposed to work like American politics and the American courts work. 
they're all about legal precedents and i think it was like a hundred years ago it was decided that um one of the checks and balances on the entirety of the american government system is the supreme is the supreme court which has been a fucking unmitigated disaster i know if, if you don't don't believe me on that wait till ruth gay uh, what's her name ruth bader ginsburg yeah She's going to die soon. No, no, no. She won't die for another couple of years. She's actually... Well, like, if Trump wins she, in 2020, she's going to die during Trump presidency, which means the Republicans, Republicans are going to get to a point of conservative Supreme Apparently, Court she's justice. like half robot now, <laughs> as we speak. Dude, they are <laughs> pumping her with every drug known to man to keep her going. She's probably like like the bionic woman, like stronger and faster than you or I. She's got, had so many cybernetic implants. She just has to pretend to be old and wizened now. <laughs> She's actually like superwoman. She's had so much juice. In the name of democracy, <laughs> you're not allowed to die. <laughs> we have to avoid Trump 2020s. You cannot die. I'm really old. <laughs> yeah, I know. But... Although we've got that absolute madman, Brett Kavanaugh. That wild, that crazy, animalistic sex fiend. Rape gang leader. <laughs> he went to various college campuses and raped various young, vulnerable women. Yeah. He's he's obviously not. It started as an allegation of dry humping. <laughs> he's obviously not. Like, he's a rape gang He's obviously leader. not, but it's fun to pretend that he is now, just to sort of frame the American judiciary in such a hilarious light but look how insane american politics is and it's like why are we heading in the same fucking direction as them we've always done what america does we always sort of copy them a bit don't we fashion wise and music wise and although music wise because we england committed cultural suicide shortly after world war one and so like we needed something and then mass consumerism Okay. Brings over all this like American music, American movies, American TV shows, American comedians, and we just substituted American culture for what used to be the old English culture that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, but then American culture, some of, its, some of its roots are somewhat Anglo, aren't they? So there is that cross fertilization, isn't it? Inbreeding that happens. Anyway. But I'm always, I'm always interested. What in, did you make? In what's 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 going to be the the outcome because like well what did you make of the supreme court ruling um when 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 the first rulings came in that it was like yeah it's nothing don't don't worry about it just keep going do it you know i was just like yeah that's how it's going to be for the next ruling but then like on the morning of it i thought actually i wouldn't be surprised because every, everything like i've always said they'll do literally everything they can to stop it i said like it's only two days from october when once it's october it's going to shift up again watch you know they're going to like someone will do something or something will happen like they'll there'll be like a sort of uh rat outbreak in in parliament and like they won't be able to sit or something for a few days like anything to fucking delay it they'll do honestly they'll be they'll, you know they'll the catch... buildings like it's ready to collapse the westminster palace and they, ref- our politicians refuse to leave it, right? They've, they've been talking about this for like 20 years of how like this building needs desperate repairs. There was, there was an earthquake in Turkey. And they're like, no, 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 you can, you can only repair this bit and we have to stay here. Sort of hoping aftershock might just... You, you know why they want to stay there, right? It's because that building is iconic. That building, like, soon, like people of the world look at that building with a certain level of respect, not like fucking... Uh, you don't just think they're they like... They don't it, but You don't they, just think it, they're like, ooh really big clock no, think about, um, <laughs> the hong kong protesters holding up union jacks and things yeah that's a, like an iconic image westminster palace right oh, the, the whole British it elicits thing a is... sort of respectful nod and you know yeah but even like the, right, union, the, the, union, politicians, jack, the union jack is like a sort of rock thing as well in like America, it's kind of cool like it was kind of cool like 50 years ago yeah and... um our politicians refuse to leave it because it affords them a respectability that they do not deserve they should not be allowed to set foot in there. It should be turned into a museum of what the British country used to be. And I'm not just talking empire. I'm talking like Anglicanism, English culture, Gothic hi- like historic political figures and shit. It, that's what it should be. It should just be a museum to what used to be British democracy. Have and they, you, like our s- politicians, they should be in a fucking car park lot of Tesco's. That's where they should hmm. be doing their debates. Have you seen that movie Churchill with Gary Oldman playing Winston Churchill? Oh, no, I had it. It's quite good, though. He won, like, I think he won, did he win an Oscar? He won something for it. It was a fucking incredible performance. Probably makeup. But you watch that film, and there's a, there's a scene in it, and, um, like, he has to, like, go before 
you know, they all want to sort of capitulate and all this stuff. But then he, he doesn't, he has like a crisis of conscience. And he doesn't know what to do. And he used to do a thing. He'd just like freak out security guards and stuff just by like disappearing sometimes. Oh, he used to ride the tube. And that's what he did. He, he goes on the tube and he just the like... The circle line, he yeah, just go around. Yeah, but he, he gets on the tube and he just like gets up in the carriage and he's like, look, I've Winston Churchill. Hello, everybody. And he's like, look, what what the fuck should I do? You know, what was, you know... What that you, never happened, right? Would that, well, apparently it's like how they did it in the film. It didn't happen exactly that way, but it, he did have conversations with people and stuff. And um, everybody just said, go for it. You know, we'll n- never surrender. Just don't, you know, don't ever, don't ever do that surrender. And like, he was like, okay. Everybody knew that Boris was going to have to lie to the Queen. It's, it's, it breaks the, the gentleman's agreement. It's just like, you know, it's just that, the, that thing that was always precious, like the, the unsaid. It's like, it's, it's what isn't said about our political system that makes it interesting. You know, the stuff that isn't written down, the, the things that are just naturally always happened over the years because of this relationship, this symbiosis between Crown, Court, Parliament, you know, the fact that it's shifted it's, now the, it's the crown is irrelevant we're gonna have to really time. start writing stuff down now <laughs> you know as a country but the, the a, crown, written, a written constitution yeah. i think maybe we should start writing a written constitution as soon as we leave europe or something what what difference would it make it would be really awful constitution it'd be like you know but it was yeah but the the, the queen she's fucking irrelevant she has been i mean the monarch's been irrelevant for a long time it's not what the Queen is, it's, it's what the Queen represents. It's like... What, what, what is that then? What, is, what does the Queen represent? The, 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 the country. Pe- the people of yeah. the country. Is, the Queen is like the, the, the people... It's like the people fundamentally like, agree to have the Queen. And as long as she doesn't do anything. Because she, she'll like, protect them, basically. And like, the, the army swear their oath of allegiance to the queen they don't yeah it's in a monarch not to the queen parliament parliament and you know that when they take that oath it then they're generally they're not it's that's the thing you're as an english man even though you're like me well you're linking this back to corbyn right no no to yourself let's get deep now like i'm thinking as an englishman half englishman even you know you have that connection to your country and that that's all to do with the that's not your connection to Parliament, is it? The cosmopolitan it's, it's, it's something types, else. Though. It's something else. Well, cosmopolitan types, he tends to be the Europhiles. Yeah. They don't have any allegiance to country, countrymen. Do you think it's... Ethnic, they don't have any. They're these, they're these no. global citizen, global citizen fantasies. Listen, every you can be a global citizen and travel the world, and I guarantee nearly everywhere... But you, that's not what a citizen I, is. I guarantee nearly everywhere you go, everyone will have a front door. <laughs> you know what I mean? With a lock on it. You know what I mean? Come on wake up a country is just like a very 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 big house <laughs> you should have like a at least a semblance of a door <laughs> but it's just it's the contradictions of or a large of course, step of course i'm, I'm, yeah, I'm i love multiculturalism and i love learning about new cultures and blah blah and the importance of the uniqueness of individual cultures and listen you understand this no nations no borders the result of that is the death of all these unique cultures that you're currently championing. I personally don't like Boris Johnson. You remember like the, a couple of episodes ago, I was just going through his uh, rap sheet, arm's length of his sins. Like I say, I always give him a 1% to 10% but, X factor. I commend him for, like, the guy's got a learning curve to him that the overwhelming majority of our politicians do not have. He figured out, he vo- twice he voted against Theresa May's checkers proposal because it's a pile of shit. Capitulation, it was. But it was the only thing that he were willing to entertain. And he got it. And he voted f- for it for the third time. And I was like, okay, he's got a brain. He's understood. We either get this across the line or it's no deal. There's, there's no legal possibility of remain... There's no way of remaining without destroying democracy, without completely destroying... Like, I mean, where, where does parliamentary sovereignty stand if we don't leave the EU? There was a sovereign parliament that said we should have the referendum. There was a sovereign parliament that ratified the result of the referendum. It was a sovereign parliament that triggered Article 50. Well... It was a sovereign parliament that agreed to the leave date of, what was it, June 29th? And then October 31st. I'll this t- was all sovereign parliament that did this. I'll tell you what happens... Um in a, in a bad way, but in a, in a historically accurate way, England would just be like one of the first in the pack, 
ahead of the crowd to be this new type of country that doesn't actually have a parliament. It just has an administration that's governed from a, a central body in another country. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, there won't be a point of having... In Scotland. A, no, the, the EU. So there, there won't be, if we don't leave, there won't be a point... I know, but the EU will set up whatever this body is yeah. in Scotland. No, in the UK as well. Like, there won't be a point of... There won't be a point of us having a parliament anymore. It'll just be like an EU office <laughs> if we don't leave. Because it just... You no, know, because it's like, what's the point? It's like... There's no point of voting. Do you know that I always said though, I always think this, they would put up with like a year of rioting, but they would not put up with like a month of no taxes. We, the backs payment thing, like how'd you get out? So the, the many pe- people the people paid, who do the people bro. who do the backs thing would have to like not not just not fill in the Excel sheet that week. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That that boring accounts guy in your office would suddenly become the sort of sort of crux How do you of the, uh, the nation. He, he, but he might have his own. You know, he might have voted leave as well. But he's not been able to speak out yet because of the uh, the pressure. Slavs, um, I'll tell you why <laughs> that guy. I'll tell you why that guy didn't vote leave. Same reason the civil no one no one in the civil service famously nobody in the civil service voted leave. Supposedly, virtually no one in the uh, financial. District of London. The, okay, the, I know what you're going to say. The city. Apparently no one there voted leave. I, I can guess. And the reason why is not just... It's not just the EU gravy drain, though. That's definitely part of it. It's just fucking easier. <laughs> I know. Do you know what I mean? To just have this nameless, faceless bureaucracy thousands of miles away that yeah. just makes decisions yeah. for you. Yeah, but do you think, Tom, all those sort of people you're talking about, they all have the sort of jobs where if we do leave the EU, it's going to be it's gonna be like... They're going to have to, like... like rename files and change certificates and write stuff yeah. and co- it's going to cause them a lot of effort and time and it's going to be like oh what the fuck well, i, I realise there's oh no such God. thing what a lot there of really is there really is no such thing as a british europhile nobody fucking loves the eu do you think it's just that laziness coming through name, name something you love that you can't speak positively about you can only be you can only speak in like fearful opportunity cost terms of not loving it things that i love anything that you love like speak oh, about it in a non-positive way quite a few women <laughs> 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 but apart from that you know there's some there's been some crazy women out there in my no, life no one loves it <laughs> how can you love a, bureauc- a bureaucratic trading block how can you love that it's nonsense what they love is this idyllic romanticism of i'm gonna, I'm gonna go live on the continent i'm gonna get a job no, you're not. They're going to pay a Romanian. They're going to pay him half what you... Uh, they're going to pay him half your asking salary because he's going to be better educated than you. He's going to have a harder, stronger work ethic than you. Better looking. Probably. Yeah. Probably going to be, like, not obese, not overweight. <laughs> they're not going to hire you. Well, do you know who I feel really sorry for is the, the bands... I, I saw like certain musicians and bands speaking up saying like oh my I'm going to have to fill in a form no it's like what we're going to do if we leave the EU you know we've got all these like things we have to do when we travel and it's like well there were like bands and musicians before yeah, prior to the EEC <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> but oh god it's like people feel, feel like they have to step out of their comfort circle and like 200 however many other countries in the world <laughs> It's like it's like getting addicted to my drugs. God. We we have to be like Japan. Oh no! Oh God! Oh my God! We're going to be all alone. Oh God! We're, we're going to have to be like uh, Russia or like America or like uh, Guatemala or oh, imagine you know, that. We're going to have to just be like an independent nation, having with our own with our own like rules and stuff. Oh my God! Respect for cultural traditions and prior generations. Wow. I've always thought that, like, slowly people are turning into, like, we're going to slow... As, as a species, we're going to slowly turn into, like, robots and machines. So, like, it's just the, the, the logic circuits are going... It's just, like, the most easy route <laughs> A to B people want to take. Just give up responsibility. I don't want to carry cash anymore. God, I might drop it or... Yeah, oh God, what pocket did I put it in? So I'm just going to have, like, a card or a little chip in my hand. I'm just going like, to put it... I have thought about buying a knife recently. Like, really? one... <laughs> protection you call that especially a, after that fight on the tube thing you call that a knife <laughs> <laughs> did you see the arnold schwarzenegger yeah, yeah, yeah taking the piss out sorry it was funny but um, uh, it's a little bit bigger than yours <laughs> in this country Day. in this country it's pretty mu- it's it's illegal to, to have mace any, is illegal it's, it's illegal to have any self-defense weapon but i'm just thinking there's there's literally like five things within a foot of me that you could use as a weapon 
to kill someone. My left hand, my right <laughs> hand. <laughs> the only thing you can do in this country, listeners, <laughs> if you are like genuinely like sort of, I might be going to a dodgy area and I wish I had a weapon, but I'm not allowed to carry a weapon. Um, you just buy one you just, thousand yards there. No, you just two. Buy, anyone says anything to you? No, thanks. Three. These are my these three, are my things. Three. You just you buy a bottle of beer from the corner shop. Yeah. You've got a bottle of beer, okay? You're not, you know, in some places you're not allowed to drink alcohol, but you can still carry it. You know what I mean? So you've got, you've got a bottle on you. Someone told and a me this brown once. Bag. Someone told me this once, and it's just, it's true. And I thought about it. It's like, yeah, okay. If you're not allowed to carry anything, what, what can you have? A, a, a bottle, you know? What I mean? So at least you could fucking bottle it. But it's got to be bagged. And you, huh? You can't carry it in the UK. Okay, but you can't carry. Um, oh come on! But you could just fucking have it in your pocket with the label showing you know I mean? out in public. Have it in your pocket then. <laughs> or just fucking have it in your hand and like. Uh, drink it's insane it. though, isn't it? You've, at least you have a bottle of beer when you get home. It's insane that that's like an actual law and what. But it's a self-described liberal country. And then my three things are a thousand yards there. But yeah, oh yeah, number two. Anyone says anything to you? No thanks. Carry on walking. And uh, number three is walk at pace with your shoulders back. Mm-hmm. So I was saying earlier, right? <laughs> I was saying earlier. It's getting so off topic today. It's fantastic. Because it's... I know why. We don't want to get angry. I'm so just so... No, no, no. I'm I used don't just to want be, to be shouting into the microphone all the time. I don't know. Time. I thought this was going to be a really angry podcast. And I am... But I'm sort of so angry now. I've gone beyond anger. I don't know why I'm angry. I've just, been saying for a year Brexit's not going to happen. It's like your mind just cracks and it's just like, oh, may as well just, you know... It's all to yeah. play for now. You Everything... Everything that's happened yeah. since June, whatever, 2016, mm. is a manifestation of our of UK politicians' inability to just be honest. Just look, we, mm. we're not leaving. Brexit. Was we all- know we told you this, we told you that. Yeah, it was a lie. We're but, not leaving. But the whole- and then just whatever happens, happens after that. Do you know what I mean? They just can't be honest. Yeah, but the the outcome of the referendum, as as well as being like a we want to leave Europe. It was also a two fingers up to the political establishment because a none of the, because none of the political establishment supported Brexit. They all came out against it. A handful. But is their official line? Uh, Kate Hoey. Yeah, but the, um. the official line was to remain. And like we all got the letters through our box and stuff. Oh god. And like so, so Brexit was like an, the anti-politics vote, and it's like they're just giving us more reasons to be anti-politics. I'm not saying anti-democracy, mm. but anti the political class, definitely. We need a whole new load of people in. People who haven't sort of gone to university, gone straight from university to a job as an MP's assistant and then become an MP. Which, like, fucking that's, not, that's not the way the tides are going at all. How are they going? Well, for the last 40 years, they've been going towards technocracy. They've been going towards the, quote, air quotes here, well-educated. Their like, governance moves over to them. For the last, uh, I think in the UK, I would say, the last 25 years, that's manifested as, oh, the the purpose of Parliament is to draw up legislation mm. as opposed to, like, you know, governance. So the and best legislators. like, MPs should be lawyers, <sighs> which is why, even if they're not a lawyer, like, even most MPs have some kind of legal training. Like, they, they worked in yeah, HR or yeah. whatever. So they're all lawyers, mm. and it's all about litigation. Yeah. It's not about governance anymore. It's not about what kind of country do you want to be, do you know what I mean? Uh, but it's it's like a false... But it, and people might laugh at me when I say this. There's too many people who, who go to university who are MPs. Way too many. And it's, it's just in general, there's too what, many. Yeah, too, in, too in, many. In general, yeah. there's too many people going to university. Oh, like, yeah. But like, the thing is, it's it's like for a lot of like graduates and the type of universities that the, the majority of MPs come from these certain groups of universities it is a type of person but yeah there's only a handful thing. of working class people in parliament and when i say working class yes people men. they're not really working class they're, they're like their parents are working class but there has been come this thing of like oh when, when a white person talks about working class that's a dog whistle that's a racist dog whistle they're talking about white people yeah but predominantly a white country isn't it anglo-saxon like, yeah so you can't it's it's unfair to say this is like a white supremacist stuff this sort of majority thought simply because the majority is white you know but again it's this sort yeah, it's of like using the japanese fe- but it's this fearful right. language that the the sort of people have introduced into the debate to, to make people think it is a moral choice that you're making from day one the europhiles took it as a moral decision where remain was moral leave was immoral and times? it was literally don't tell like you know Eurofiles, don't accuse me of oversimplifying it this is what it was for you like 
uh, just just bringing race into this process of leaving a political <sighs> group. You know nothing, Jon Snow. Oh my god, I can't believe how I have to make note of how white this is. You know, every single photo of every single political activist group, lobby group, it's always predominantly white. It's almost always, like any sort of political conference, it's a room full of middle-aged white people, whether it's on the left, on the right, on the centre, environmentalism, especially environmentalism. Mm. No, No one would ever call that out there, would they? Oh, the Green Party's too white. Well, according to their leader, <laughs> they're like white supremacists. They're like gender white supremacists. They don't, they don't want white women running the country. White supremacist Caroline Lucas. Yeah. People have been mentioning Joe Cox again. Because Nigel Farage, what did he say? No, Boris Johnson. I might need to bring the knife out when he was talking no. about he was talking about slashing the funding of some government institution. That was after Joe Cox. That was just like two no. days ago. He said that. No, but it's, it's all but, coinciding, but isn't then, it? Everyone's trying since to play then, it up. He's had the, the, that's been reported to the police, and the police are going to investigate him because they have Absolute to investigate waste every of time. crime that's reported. A huge waste of money and crime. Um, it's, you, do you remember the Joe Brand one a couple of months ago? Battery acid. Exactly. The same. It's going to be exactly the same thing. Say sorry. Okay. Don't um, even do that. But the, the thing about the charges Joe, without warrant, the Joe Cox thing, it, it came up in the ultra fiery, and will go down in like in the DVD of the sort of political highlights of the last ten years. That reopening of Parliament after the unproroguing, um, where there was this crazy debate, and these uh, particularly two Labour benches uh, lost their shit. There was one guy I who saw them, there was like, one making guy, scrunched up faces. There was and one just guy shouting, he, was like, scre- he was screaming and shaking. I literally thought he was going to explode. Um, I can't remember his name. He was like the Hull or Hull or Hartlepool or somewhere like that. Somewhere that had voted leave, and he was like remain. So like, but he was going absolutely crazy. And then, but it was a woman in particular. I can't remember her name. Yeah, I just I don't know her name. All I saw was like I saw an animated GIF of thing of just her like with a really scrunched up face, pointing of jabbing a finger. Yeah, it's fa- like you're a parliamentarian, yeah. you fucking cunt. The Act fa- with some fucking yeah. decorum. The fact the fact that people took the time to make gifs and pictures and memes of it was because it stood out from the norm. Because when you watched it, it was so crazy. The it's amount, not how the men the conduct themselves. anger you could see on her face. Um, but she said, like, these people who have, you know, under the... She said something, blah, 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 Joe Cox. So it's like, she brought it up. She brought... She invoked the name of Joe Cox. She played that card. I'm sorry. It's, it's a cynical thing to say, but it, it was a cynical thing to do. Like a trump card. Exactly. Yeah. Anytime, like you're losing a political argument, but any t- this is what I do when people bring up Joe Cox. I steer the conversation towards Brandon Cox because he's a piece of shit. Well, it's it's all very sad, you know. This is like people shouldn't get murdered, but th- when there's like mad people, you know, and you make them madder, <laughs> mad things happen. It's it's terrible. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't want Parliament to be accountable to an angry mob, but it's looking like that's the way it's going to go. I mean, I'm definitely going to be a Parliament Square October 31st. And if they, if they block it... There. I want to be there with a big bottle of champagne. You know what I said about bottles earlier? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Not like that. But like, I want to be there with a big bottle of champagne and everyone's happy and you flip it, you have a drink, Britannia, and, like, you know, and then you just go home and you're unemployed. <laughs> I'm going to have... A gold box of roses, a leather jacket, black sunglasses, leather black leather trousers. I'm going to be riding a motorcycle around Parliament Square. You're going to cosplay as the Terminator. That'd be so cool. <laughs> With the gold box of roses, you know. What I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like everyone would be like, "Ray," and like, "Oh, let's," you know, they wouldn't think you're of like a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, "Here's the Terminator. Oh, well, that's cool. Let's take a selfie." <laughs> I'll be back. Like, if they block Brexit, right? Like, if it's revocation of Article 50, or... How can they... Like, in the next general election, definitely I'm voting Labour. Boris Johnson won't revoke Article 50. I'm going to write a handwritten letter, two handwritten letters, to Seamus Milne, care of Jeremy Corbyn, and John McDonnell. You have been elected to destroy this fucking country, to seize the assets of the rich... To ruin our agricultural policies. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, do you know what I mean? Well, I mean, like, we haven't got much sustainability in this country anyway, but they're just going to wipe that out completely. Yeah. It's just, I want bread lines. I want. Yeah. 
just like the it's, it's, industrialists having shirts ripped off their bags and like yeah. they're trying to scale the fences and then they get dragged down and the shit that's what i want yeah it's it's, it's like the it's sort of like the end of ghostbusters Pure vengeance it's like I have chosen my destroyer. <laughs> you know, goes Jeremy Corbyn, who's chosen the destroyer. Boom, boom, you, know, boom, boom, boom. Just, you just hear that. <laughs> and <laughs> a huge marshmallow, Jeremy Corbyn, just walks through London. Destroy Tower Looking Bridge. pissed off, as mm. always. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Hope that doesn't happen. I really hope it does. I really, the first thing John <laughs> McDonald should do is just go, just immediately declare before he's even walked into number 11, as he's on his way in. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we're seizing the assets of the rich. See, see in a second. I'll be, yeah, we'll bring the lectern out in a sec, don't we? Do you know one of the first things they'd do? They'd go in there and like they'd change all the locks. <laughs> the first day they changed all the lot the ultimate scorched earth policy we elected a communist we didn't elect a com- we didn't elect him though he'll become the caretaker prime minister no no i'm talking general election i want it i want 100 percent legit <laughs> oh, no i want hitler-esque it's not- hitler-esque credentials of no. i got my public mandate you fuckers the Tory- now i will destroy everything the tory party have to make a coalition with the brexit party but they won't they don't want to really leave yeah like, i'm convinced every member of brexit party does want to leave probably with like some sort of surely single though. market access or surely. something like that right but I, they want to leave yeah but surely, the tories surely, don't. surely that that's the thing like the other thing nigel farage was saying on the radio earlier today he was like saying i don't want there to be a second referendum but even if we're forced to have one i think leave will win with a bigger margin i'm not voting in it and i might actually block yeah in my local vote, bit, I might block people from voting. I, don't, I consider this as the idea of a second referendum is so fucking democratically illegitimate that I will engage in civil disobedience okay. and block people from voting. Okay, I can see you blocking the, the, the entrance to the voting hall. Would you do it dressed as the Terminator or another character from popular fiction? Who should it be? Well, goes as the gatekeeper, right? I think it should be like because because that's when shit's getting real. I think you'd have to like. I'll find some ancient Athenian that sort no, of. No, I'm thinking like Maximus like did some sacrificial you know, like, thing um, for democracy. And... Fucking Maximus in Gladiator. <laughs> so you have to go down. Just have the Gladius. You know, you're gonna go down fighting. You know, you're gonna go down fighting. Fuck that man! Everyone's scared. <laughs> Everybody is scared of a Maximus guy. Maximus went down fighting, but you know the legend lived on. <laughs> All right, two words, maybe one. Nunchucks. Everyone is afraid of a guy when he's like swirling them around, like have back is my hair. Whoa, got, he almost hit his own balls. Have you got nunchucks? I, I no, I can find them now. I can I'll find you, some. I can lend you some. And like, I'll set up a PO box thing address and just get some of America. You, you need you need to practice with like foam ones first. No, no, just a metal cup. That's why they banned nunchucks because you can like just fucking make them. You don't even need a <laughs> chain. You can just pe- it can be a piece of leather. Nunchucks though, they, but they, no one's coming towards that. When I'm in that doorway. The yeah, election. but you're talking more than one. Oh, in a doorway, yeah. You, what, maybe you should go a step up and go for the three-section nunchuck, which is three joined together. The three-point, yeah, the bow staff. Yeah, it's, it's much longer, though. That's yeah, yeah, proper, I've seen it. proper crowd control. In India, <laughs> the police still use this thing. I call. I think it's, remember rightly, it's called the, 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 the lathi or something. And it's like a 15 to 20-foot um, stick, really long, thin stick. And they use it for crowd control, just like a huge sort of whip. Just like, bang, hitting loads of people at once. Can you imagine just a very long, thin stick, about 15, 20 foot long? Yeah, the pivot on that, and like, when it, like if they time that right, it's huge. That could hit them at like 20, 30 miles an hour. But it's quite loose. Whoosh, but it's quite loose wood. You know, it does flex yeah, quite a lot. Yeah, but with that pivot yeah, and that length, do you yeah. know what I mean? That leverage. They know what they're doing with the crowd control. <laughs> That's quite a good thing to have. <laughs> that would hurt like a motherfucker, man. <laughs> yeah. Imagine taking that to the top of the skull. <laughs> Yeah. Like that would literally laughing, you like you laughing. like you would just it would be the most intense pain you've ever felt and then slowly blood dripping down your forehead, you know. Like, okay, I wanna go home now. <laughs> it works. You'd rather that maybe would you rather stick to the head or water cannon to the face that like knocks you backwards? They'd try and tase you, wouldn't they? Because they can't shoot you. I like my odds with tasers. Because I know yeah, tasers yeah. have two prongs. Yeah, yeah. And if like like I wear loose clothing most of the time, right? Which is like anti taser clothing because it like the prong gets caught on your loose clothing it doesn't go into the skin and both prongs have to go in for it to work but there's a real question mark let's say like a political party runs on a certain manifesto they get elected as a majority first past the post for the win strong government i think pr's the way to go fuck off fuck off all right sorry i won't be so angry it is legit it's a legit position but i don't like pr and number one reason I don't like it, but you remember how p- pissed off people got that the Tories did this backroom deal with the DUP? Yeah. 
Backroom deals like that happen every single election under PR. Look at any European election. So if you don't like political parties doing these secretive backroom deals, don't back don't yeah. back proportional representation. That's my mm-hmm. advice. And and of course, and if you like strong government that actually comes in with a manifesto <coughs> and a mandate and get shit done, mm. you don't want PR. But then, like I said, now the the government can't do that anymore. If if a rich person comes along and has enough money to get yeah. a decent lawyer, then um, you can overturn what the government does. <laughs> and then they went on to spend like a, a whole day talking about the language that's being used in Parliament and who's nice and who's nasty, <laughs> rather than sorting out the actual issue at hand. They're all cunts. They're just very insular. They're just very insular. Which I suppose, well, you could go through. By, by nature, um, what you said are. <laughs> But you know, like you could go through, like you're going to find violent metaphors from every single MP's speech at some point. You wait; it's 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 going to get into like absurdist levels when when it's October. It'll 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 go from like the speech Boris Johnson's using to like his hand positions or gesticulations. They'll say, like, "Oh, you know, he was making a fist when he said that," or you know, that's that's what it'll get. Like it's it's going to get to absurd levels. That's the thing why I've said like maybe it's time to. I don't know, cease the anger and just... Civil em- disobedience, embrace, 100%. Just embrace the absurdity instead of, like, getting angry, because it's just, you know... No, I honestly think if, like if, if politicians PM. don't wake up to London burning, because it's not going to happen. Like, Western governments have demonstrated for a good two, three decades now that if the public doesn't lose its shit... And bear in mind, we used to have riots pretty regularly. But that's the scary like, thing, Mostly on a small scale, but up to about, like, mid-80s. yeah. And then, like, the public just became really fucking subservient and just, oh, uh, uh, rule of law. What does that mean? I don't know. But this it means the Supreme Court is sovereign, <laughs> not Parliament. But I, I thought you were pro-parliamentary sovereignty. <laughs> rule of law. Differentiate rule of law from just plain old authoritarianism. But that's that's the thing. I was just sort of, um, sort of jokingly sort of wargaming a riot scenario in my in my head like looking at all the different sort of aspects of it and i thought if if you were like as i like burn london yeah there's there was always the talk you're thinking about central london but of course it's remain it's all like remain like everyone there is like not you know it's like a remainer or like didn't vote <laughs> or sh- shouldn't should you know should you know it's like, yeah, any you're a skeptic like, so, like, we're in so, the lion's so, den like, of london i know here. but like naturally the center wouldn't burn I'm thinking maybe the small there'd be in the sort of ambivalence of the suburbs you'd get the odd sort of fire springing up and then again further on you might get so like the way it might turn out there might be like a half a million people might try and turn up to parliament square from the whole country but nothing will happen but what might happen is over the whole country the 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 arseholes who couldn't be asked to come down they might like set fire to a skip or something in their estate. In little, you know what I mean. So there might be like loads of little things, loads of that. Not say little things, but there might be like loads of incidents all over the country on the thirty first. I'm hoping there's like rather than one particular thing in London, because a civil disobedience remain stronghold, or b loads of English but people too poor to travel. So it's like, also easy to get to London. It's not too easy if you're that poor. There's tons of trains. There is that one pound coach. Just don't pay the fare. Just fucking go. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Lucky escape, boys. So we didn't really get into we'll get into the meat of it at some future point because no, I didn't prep for this no, that well. We, we did this we did this podcast impromptu. We did this podcast exactly three days too early. Well it was supposed to be last week really, right? No, because it's, it's I had not, to I had to babysit a dog. It's puppy. Because, it's because it's not October yet. Technically it's very late September, but it's not October. It, it kind once, of feels like an end game is coming. Once it's October, you know, yeah, Avengers Endgame will kick in. It'll be amazing. <laughs> it, it sort of feels like the the end is coming, but it's going to be fucking awful. And, like, no one's going to be happy with it. Parliamentarians are going to get spat out in the streets. And my, You know, my personal fantasy you know, is yeah. I see one in a restaurant, yeah. and as I walk up from behind them, I grab, a, grab them by the back of the head and slam their yeah. face into their food. Yeah. Do you know the thing about Avengers Endgame? It was like... It was a bit shit. It was no. I'll tell you. The, I'll tell you it the feeling. Compare you to compare it to Infinity War, and the reason mm. is the reason is because even though it was the culmination of the the biggest franchise of all time, 
that's ever been. It's this this huge thing. Even though that, I, even though I really loved the film and I enjoyed watching it, I left the cinema sad with tears in my eyes. And it's like you, you've got to move beyond anger eventually, because like I said, it's a very it's, it, uh, anger is a very powerful emotion. It, it's impossible to be scared when you're angry, um, and it's a great motivator. Anger forces you to makes you do things, if, even if it means like kicking in a door. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for listening to us drone on in a drunken fashion. Yeah. About I, nothing. You know, I don't advocate violence and like Unless we don't get Brexit. yeah, if we don't get Brexit, <laughs> fuck that, I'm gonna punch someone. I personally wouldn't do anything violent, but these days just speaking using certain words is is called violence. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Until next time. Good night. Goodbye.